Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And in Amazon news, Amazon has a serious problem with AI scam books. Now, if you didn't know what's going on, this is actually really interesting, and I didn't know it was this bad, but a write-up by Kate Nibbs of Wired essentially is the premise for this, and I thought she did a really good job. Now, here's what's going on, and she opens with a really good story, so I'm going to be paraphrasing or quoting her, uh, Kate Nibbs, quite a bit. So, first things first, AI researcher Melanie Mitchell published a book called Artificial Intelligence, A Guide for Thinking uh, Humans in 2019. And so, basically, her goal was to clarify AI's impact in the world. Now that we're sitting in the chat GPT era, the large language model era, she's got another issue. An AI-generated imitation of her book appeared on Amazon in a parent scheme to basically profit off of her work. Now, it looks like yet another example of Amazon's ongoing problem with this influx of low-quality AI-generated books. Now, Ms. Mitchell learned that searching Amazon for her book surfaced not only her writing, but also another ebook with the same title that was published in September of 2023. It was only 45 pages long, and it parroted Mitchell's idea of uh, uh, her ideas in her book, and obviously just like halting in an awkward language. And if you've ever seen like a large language model write extensively, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Now, the listed author is Shumalia Majid, now, this person has no bio, no headshot, no internet presence, but if you click on that author's name, quote-unquote author's name, it brings up dozens of similar books summarizing recently published titles. Mitchell guessed, basically, that the knockoff ebook was AI-generated, and apparently she's correct, because Wired asked deepfake detection startup Reality Defender to analyze, basically, this version of Artificial Intelligence, A Guide for Thinking Humans, and essentially, their software declared that the book was 99% likely generated. In other words, likely generated by artificial intelligence. So, Amazon took down the imitation of Mitchell's book after Wired contacted the company on her behalf. Quote, while we allow AI-generated content, we don't allow AI-generated content that violates our Kindle Direct Publishing content guidelines, including content that creates a disappointing customer experience, end quote. And that is according to Ashley Vanacek, a Amazon spokesperson. But Mitchell is far from the only AI researcher apparently targeted using the same technology. Computer scientist Fei Fei Li's memoir, The World's I See, Curiosity, Exploration, and Discovery in the Age of AI, has over a dozen different summaries when you search for it on Amazon. Now, these kinds of just BS book summaries have been a long-running problem on Amazon. In 2019, the Wall Street Journal found that basically many were using deliberately confusing cover art and text, essentially confusing you, right? You go, you click, you think you're buying the legitimate book, and what you're getting is a cheap AI knockoff or a cheaply rewritten summary. So the rise of generative AI, large language models like ChatGPT, has now supercharged this spam summary industry. And yes, for the record, I do have to state, I know I'm kind of summarizing Kate Nibbs, uh, you know, uh, article here in Wired, and, and and I'm not profiting off her though, and I have to say that to be very clear, I'm not profiting off her work. I'm not publishing this in any which way, shape, or form. I'm very grateful to Kate. I do not monetize my YouTube channel, and my, and if you're listening to this on my nationally syndicated radio show, it plays on public radio stations, and so I don't have basically paying sponsors either. I do this essentially because I want to educate the world. I'm not 
getting paid by any of this. This is purely a labor of love. And so I'm simply here to inform, but I digress. I just wanted to make that clear because I'm very appreciative of the work that these authors do, which is why I try to give them as much credit as I can. Sometimes I forget, but I'm, I'm always trying to do that. So back to back to this problem, because here's the kicker of the entire thing. Some copyright scholars say that a summary is legal as long as it refrains from explicit word-to-word -word plagiarism. So, uh, Cristelia Garcia, an intellectual property law professor at Georgetown, draws a comparison with the original, we've all probably used it if you're, if you're my age or older, Cliff Notes. That's the long-running study guide, uh, you know, that basically has very broke, basic, easy explanations of literature. If you've ever studied Shakespeare, Cliff Notes is a big help. But, Cliff notes aren't legal because aren't legal because they are fair use. They're legal because they don't actually copy the books. They just paraphrase what the book is about. And that's what Garcia said, uh, basically emailing with Wired. Now, other intellectual property experts aren't so sure. There's a big difference, after all, between Cliff Notes, which provides an analysis of a book in addition to summarizing it and is essentially written by humans versus this newer wave of summaries that are made by generative AI that are essentially all over Amazon now. Quote, simply summarizing a book is harder to defend, end quote. That's according to James Grimmelman, professor of internet law at Cornell. There are, and I quote, there is still substantial similarity in the selection and arrangement of topics and probably some similarity in language as well. Now, there was a 2017 case where Penguin Random House actually sued authors who created children's editions of its titles as a precedent that could basically help writers fight these AI-generated summaries. The court found that the children's summaries were not legal because they were primarily devoted to essentially retelling a story that had been copyrighted. So until an author actually files a lawsuit against a creator of one of these new generation, uh, you know, newly generated AI uh, language summaries, basically the legality is kind of up in the air and the other issue I would say is how are you finding these people you know especially depending on how the author is get, getting uh, you know paid or compensated if I buy the cheap knockoff summary book you know is that going to like some kind of account is that overseas where I'm going to have very little recourse under let's say the laws uh, you know for intellectual property from another country this really opens up a lot of a, a, a real huge can of worms here and although Amazon did take down Mitchell's summary this fake summary it has not announced plans that will proactively monitor this for this new wave of AI-generated content that is essentially ripping off authors. Now, I am also an author, if, if you know that. I actually co-authored a best-selling book, an Amazon best-selling book specifically, uh, back in 2016 or so. Um, I also uh, wrote an article for Forbes entitled The Five Laws of Cybersecurity, which I turned into my second of now four uh, TED Talks. And the issue that I have there is, and for the record, I did not profit off the book. All of the proceeds or, or the profit for that book went to uh, St. Jude's uh, Hospital, Children's Hospital, because uh, they are doing awesome, awesome work. And obviously, uh, you know, you're not compensated to, to do like a TED or a TEDx talk or anything like that. But nevertheless, I've had that Forbes article ripped off before where other authors have literally just copy and pasted it and stuck their name on it. 
and put it out there. And it's frustrating to me in the sense that that I wrote this for the world. I would love everybody to go and plagiarize it uh, in some way, shape, or form. And I've had people show up at conferences. I remember one woman in South Africa at a conference that basically redid the entire uh, Five Laws of Cybersecurity using my framework essentially as her own. And I actually sent her a public thank you note on Twitter because she's helping to spread this knowledge to the world. That's why I did it. But when you are doing this for profit or this is what you are doing uh, to make a living, it's obviously a huge, huge issue. And so if I'm writing a book for profit, uh, you know, then I would want to see those. I wouldn't want basically my intellectual property, my unique creation. And for the record, when I write, I don't use artificial intelligence. Uh, you know, I think this is one of those things that that is going to be frustrating. But it's also something that we're going to have to adjudicate in the same way that you see a ton of issues like this just, just cropping up all over the place. Cheap knockoff products have always been a thing, whether it's a gadget, a widget, or writing, something along those lines. But when you are talking about the ability of large language models to simply understand that, one, they've been learned and trained on this copyrighted material already, which is lawsuits that are happening right now, but are able to summarize it in 40, 45 pages so somebody can turn a quick buck and make, I don't know, $5 a copy, $3 a copy, whatever these things are going for, that's a serious problem. So I hope Amazon basically gets off their collective butts and 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 does something. And once again, thanks to Kate Nibs of Wired for letting me summarize her here. I promise I'm an actual human. No AI wrote this because quite frankly, I was paraphrasing or quoting her verbatim as I mentioned before. So, and Kate, for the record, if you ever see or hear this, I do owe you one. So thank you very much. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well, where you're always going to get 100% content from humans. And I will cite my sources as best I can. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.